0: Listen. Friendship. Entertainment. on the Cinema 7 Network. This is episode 10. Mario talks about seeing the new movie ISS and what they thought about it. Mario also discusses being an ally and having support for your friends and loved ones. Now, here's your host, Mario. Thank you, Emma. That was my podcast assistant for this episode. Emma, totally a real person in the studio with me, not an AI voiceover or anything like that. Totally real person Emma, my podcast assistant. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of Get Super with Mario. I'm your host Mario, or as my family calls me, Mario. If you want to say Mario, that's fine. If you want to say Mario, it doesn't matter to me. Mario Mario, it potato patata tomato, tomato, whatever, what have you, however you want to say it. If you're from up north, though, and you don't say Mario, I will be a little concerned. Now, I know I opened this episode with Lizzo. Uh, I think Lizzo, is Lizzo still canceled? Um, I I hope it's okay that I put this Lizzo song in there from the Barbie movie. Uh, I don't support anything that she did that was involved in those allegations or the lawsuit. I just uh, enjoy the song this is get super this is about being super being your authentic self and i hope everyone listening that you recognize that you are super in your own way and i i got to tell you i'm a little uh amazed and proud of myself that i have put out 14 new podcast episodes since starting get super uh this of course is uh A solo episode with me, so I count it as episode 10. I mean, wow. You know, I I can't believe I've done 10 episodes, standalone episodes of Get Super. Just wow, you know? Episode 10 of Get Super, I can't believe it. You know, right before the uh, last ride tour of Cinema 7, or the last run of Cinema 7, I was pretty burnt out. Uh, I was done with the podcast. You know, my, my ex at the time would tell me uh and encourage me to do it by myself and I, I didn't want to I I don't think I was in the right headspace to continue the podcast and I'm going to get a little inside baseball with you about the podcast but you know I felt by myself I felt abandoned uh by my two co-hosts my my best friends uh Chris and John you know it didn't seem like they cared about making time for it at least that's how I felt at the time I, I felt alone in it I felt left to it by myself and without the friends i heavily relied on you know I, I think i relied on them too much and i think my ex at the time was trying to teach me that uh don't rely on them so much do it for you and around that time frame you know i, I was going through therapy i was trying to change and grow into a better person for my relationship and make that a priority uh I was trying to make changes I felt alone in, in my relationship as well, and and left to work on myself without the support I felt I needed. You know, that wasn't entirely the case. I, I just wasn't going about my life or helping the relationships I had the way I could have been at the time, and I, I just mentally wasn't in the right place to maturely think about it in the right way, and, and I felt... Very, um, just alone, I guess. And, and part of that might have been depression. You know, it's all about how you look at things. And, and I thought about how people reacted to me a little too much. I don't know if that makes any sense, but, you know, that was my misunderstanding. And now from reflection, it's created mindfulness. And I know you have to do things alone. But I was burnt out mentally. And then after my breakup, I I needed something to do. And doing the last ride tour, uh, doing the last run of Cinema 7, it became my escape to do it again. And though I was still burnt out, and I was obviously not in the right headspace to do it, but I pushed myself through it. So I decided to do this, that last run. Uh, a majority of it was me. It was my podcast at that point. Instead of me trying to spread the wealth and rely on other people, I took complete ownership of it because I was doing a lot. You know, in the beginning, Josh left. Uh, Chris Hawk was always very busy. Uh, his time frames didn't match everyone else's. Uh, John didn't prioritize it, so it was mine to end. You know, for that last ride tour, I did get Chris Hawk on a couple episodes. I did get some other friends involved. I didn't think I would podcast again, though, after that. At the end of it, though, at, when I did the last episode, it did give me the bug to do it again. So I, I sat on it for a, a little bit over a year and I thought about what I could do. What could be the theme of this? What could be the name of the podcast? Uh, what would be my thing that people would listen to? So that it doesn't seem so- so it seems more original or so that it seems authentic in the end, I just said, "Fuck it," and just did it and that's how I started get super uh I did want it to not only help improve myself but I wanted to use it to be open and vulnerable and take accountability for stuff uh and hoped I can apply it to whatever I was talking about, and maybe it would be mind opening for others as well. It was more of a positive endeavor and it started almost as journaling and and now it's just whatever I want to talk about. You know, this is a podcast about life and our journey through it. And sometimes that's watching movies and relating it to other things. Uh, That's watching wrestling that I love. Uh, All the things I love. Movies, TV, uh, talking about mental health, self-care, accountability, uh, politics, or just people you know whatever and if i'm being super honest you know i never thought i'd make it to 10 standalone get super episodes and i uh think that's just because of how my brain has worked with depression and anxiety uh adhd and and getting burnt out all the time but i'm here uh and i think it's cool And I just want to say, I apologize if you hear any loud breathing. Uh, My dog is in the room. He's uh, old, he's fat, and uh, he's a big baby. So he uh, makes loud breathing noises because he can barely breathe these days. So I apologize if you can hear that in the background. Uh, If you can't, that's good. I'm also going to take breaks so I can pet him because he is needy. So, I don't remember if it was on the last episode or in episode 8, but I referred to my friend Nick as he, and I I want to apologize because Nick's pronouns are strictly they, them, and if you listen at all, Nick, I I apologize. Personally, you and I have had discussions about our pronouns and why we use they, them. Uh, You, Nick, they, you know, discussed it with us in our close group of friends, and I, I told you I'd be better about it, so I apologize to you my friend Nick. And uh, Nick and I also talked about the book Gender Queer. Nick suggested this book to me, and Nick said they really related to this book, and that brought up a lot of stuff that uh, helped them uh, realize, you know, what was already there uh, to really move forward with being non-binary. And uh, it's called Gender Queer, a memoir by author Maya kobe and and it's the recounts of uh, kobe's journey from a young age into their adulthood and how the they discover or the the author's exploration of gender identity and sexuality ultimately identifying as being outside the gender binary spectrum and uh i want to apologize that i am terrible with names if you've been listening to cinema seven or get super you know how bad i am at pronouncing words and I'm very bad at pronouncing names so I apologize but I, I choose they them because I hate labels and I hate being identified or prejudged based on a label I also believe we all have more sides to us than just one you know the biochemical idea in society would call two of these sides masculine and feminine I stated on a podcast before get super episode three or episode four. You know, I'm very in tune with my feminine side. Sometimes I was considered more feminine in my relationships with women. And because of my emotions, my empathy, and uh, maybe empathy, but you know, my anxious attachment style, maybe just my overall presence in the relationship seemed more feminine. Anyway, I wanted to connect with it more. I want to embrace it more. But also, still acknowledging my positive masculine qualities. I will always be seen somewhat as a man by default. You know, I have a penis. I still am favorably attracted to women. So, based on my appearance and what I'm attracted to, I will always be a straight cis man. Somehow, I want to break that and just be seen as me. Don't get me wrong, women can be harsh in society. There are evils on either side no matter what that side is look at the group of moms for or of liberty is it of or for liberty i don't know who gives a shit they suck and they're basically nazis let me continue with what i was getting at sometimes the majority of men are socially challenged okay that's why there's a term toxic masculinity I want to change that by defining my labels beyond the construct of gender and being more comfortable with my sexuality and myself. I hope I'm making sense to a lot of you. You know, I I never wanted to define myself by being a man. You know, I I never wanted... I was never into the whole manly thing anyway. I wanted to always define myself by being Mario. I, I will never personally claim to be something that I'm not. And I will never... Try to be someone that I'm not. I, I want to be me and I want to be a better person just in general. And, and you can be that as a man, as a woman, as bin- non binary. Uh, I, I just think that sometimes labels uh, define us negatively and I just don't want to be part of that. I think anyone in a community that has been through hate or continues to go through hate, uh, they don't want to be defined by labels, you know. I, I, and trust me, I I'm I grew up a white man and I'm white, and I I don't understand uh, what the LGBT community goes through. I I don't understand what. Uh, the black community goes through. I don't understand what uh, the Hispanic community goes through. I, I will never understand those things, but, and, and I do want to set a better example for men in general, but I also just want to be a better Mario, or a better Mario. And that's how I personally related to the animated series, or the animated movie on Netflix, Nemona. I'm just Mario. I'm just Mario, whatever you want to say. I don't even know what to say. It's my name. I hope I'm making sense to somebody. I don't make a lot of sense uh, in general because my mind is all over the place and I really don't know how to explain things or break it down or use words that uh, intelligent people know and understand. But uh, So I try to simplify it in my mind to, to say it out of my mouth and I just hope it makes sense to somebody. While we're on the subject, let's talk about lgbtqa plus movies coming out in 2024 uh we got drive away dolls which is directed by ethan cohen starring margaret qualley uh as jamie the main character who is in search of a fresh start after a breakup with her girlfriend uh the movie also stars matt damon and pedro pascal then we got love lies bleeding starring christian stewart which i talked about in the last episode i did uh, there is a trailer out for that movie if you want to check it out. And then Sebastian, which is a UK movie. And there isn't much information on this movie yet other than the cast. And I am not familiar with the cast at all. Last episode, I also talked about the road trip documentary about Will Ferrell and his best friend, uh, Harper Steele, a trans woman. Uh, Will Ferrell and his friend Harper Steele embark on this Cross-country journey of discovery. It, I, I've always been super supportive of people in general, no matter what. I treat others how I want to be treated, and I, I've grew grew up with that as my whole like outlook on life. You know, as someone who's never felt comfortable with themselves and just always wanted to be loved since I was a kid, dealing with anxiety and trauma. And not understanding myself. I I never understood how my brain worked and I hated myself as a kid. You know, I still don't understand myself because uh but because of therapy, you know, finding out late about potential diagnoses, you know, I, I do a little more than I did growing up. I mean, honestly, we're we're always growing up. But I have a lot of people to thank for pushing me to therapy and supporting me through it. Uh I always I wanted to always treat everyone like they are loved and accepted because I felt we all deserved that. You know, I even tried to be friends with everyone, even when my mind couldn't handle it. You know, having too many friends or trying to be friends with everyone. But it wasn't until the show Pose, which is mainly human stories, the show is about trans women finding love and acceptance. It has the uh, effects of the AIDS epidemic on the queer community in the late 80s and early 90s involved in the show, in the storyline. But it wasn't until this show that I understood trans people. And, you know, as I said earlier, I still will never understand because I'm not them. You know, I, I don't live in their shoes, but the show said to me that these are people with real issues. And, issues that I was not a fan of, issues that I didn't support. You know, I wanted to fight for them. I was heartbroken by the issues in the trans community. It's not that I dislike trans people. I probably would have still been kind-hearted to the trans community because of the type of person I am, but this show really made me want to fight for trans rights. I have had relationships with individuals who are a part of the LGBTQA plus community, and you know, that doesn't make me uh, like a part of it or or any better, but uh, they specifically helped me open my eyes to being a fighting ally and understanding the community at, at a base level um, when you love someone, you fight for them, and I wanted to fight for them along with their community. They never felt accepted this person I was with they never felt accepted for being half black or half white by both parties and they never felt accepted for being gay or queer pansexual and uh they didn't feel accepted well not accepted for this last one but always looked at in the way that the barbie movie uh brought up because they were a woman society you know things i'll, I'll never fully understand and that's someone who fought through a lot of personal adversity for that and they helped me see the more human being in everyone and uh, to bring it back to trans people, are people, you know, socially, society has always looked down on the trans community, and uh, they deserve to be treated and loved for who they are. So I say if you were ever bullied or felt uncomfortable in your own skin, you too, I think, should support any trans person. And uh, if you don't support the trans community, then uh, we ain't friends. So this documentary, uh, starring Will Ferrell and Harper Steele, is called Will and Harper. Uh, see it to understand what it's like being in the skin of a trans person. Uh, I also encourage people who don't understand the LGBTQA community to just talk to someone in that community. You know, I was in love with one. I, I admire a bunch of them. I look up to friends in the community. So uh, you can too. So support the gays, people. More importantly. Support humans, support the Asian community, support Black Lives Matter. Uh, my friends who are black and deal with racism every day, you know, they are used to it. They shrug that shit off like it's nothing new. And uh, that's sad. You know, maybe talking to someone in the black community, learn something new. You know, I love my br- black friends, man. I, you know, I feel like I relate to them so much more than I do some of my white friends sometimes. And uh, hey, can't forget about Hispanic friends, okay? Gil, caveman. You Puerto Rican sex symbols. Uh, You know, you love their food, so support the community and the people, you damn whites. Can't forget about our Hawaiian friends, okay? I grew up listening to the Humpty Dance, and that song is very inclusive. I mean, the Humpty Dance itself is very inclusive. Just listen to the song. Okay, that's me being done with the goofiness, okay? I'm super serious, but I'm also still being goofy and serious at the same time. Super Sears and goofy. Uh, there was a trailer released for the remake of Roadhouse starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Conor McGregor is the bad guy in this movie. Uh, well, he's like the big boss battle in the movie, it seems like. The main evil bad guy is this rich-looking guy trying to get rid of Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Uh, I definitely spelled Jake Gyllenhaal's name wrong in my notes. Uh, not going to lie, though, this movie does look pretty badass, okay? I love good action movies. Uh, I hate that the UFC is involved with this movie because it seems as of late the UFC is very supportive of Trump. And the fighters are very conservative and right wing in favor of Trump. Uh, They just give in to those type of people on that spectrum of politics. But the movie looks very fun and kick ass. I also saw the trailer for the movie Monkey Man. That also dropped this past week. Uh, This movie looks awesome too. Uh, it seems like a martial arts revenge movie. I am all about martial arts movies, so I am going to see this for sure. In uh, other entertainment news, Robert De Niro is having another kid at the age of 79. His partner, uh, Tiffany Chen, is 65. This is Robert De Niro's seventh child. His cinema's seventh child. You know, it's weird because uh, Al Pacino had a child at 83 with his 29-year-old girlfriend uh, last June of uh, 2023. Uh, This is crazy. It seems like that generation of men are just weird. You know, I, I don't even know the right words for the type of mindset and all that for whatever's going on there. You know, I'm not that intelligent. I'm not book smart to understand big words that describe this line of thinking and behavior, but I have an idea of it in my head, and I have to say, it's weird. Robert De Niro is a big advocate for, you know, liberal politics, and I respect him for that, but having a child at 80 with someone much younger who isn't really young is uh, kind of sadistic to me, not, or maybe sadistic isn't the right word. I mean, more so in Al Pacino's case, because the age gap is much, much larger. Uh, It's just strange behavior to me. So I was watching the two playoff games for the NFL. Uh, Fuck the Chiefs, by the way. I hate the Chiefs. Uh, I saw a commercial for some animated movies. And I just wanted to uh, vent about this. Vent is the right word, maybe? Or complain? So instead of making new animated movies... It just seems like they're making more of the same franchises. It's uh, Year of the Four. Kung Fu Panda 4, Despicable Me 4. How about you make Nimona 2 or just give me more stuff like Nimona? So I saw the movie ISS. Uh, ISS stands for International Space Station, in case you didn't know. Uh, If you didn't see the trailer or know this movie was a thing, which apparently a lot of people didn't really uh, know or in the mainstream or, or who aren't frequent moviegoers, So, two Americans, uh, Christian and Kara, board the ISS orbiting Earth. Uh, Another American is present, Gordon, who is played by Chris uh, Messina, who is in the uh, Mindy Project, the movie Devil by M. Night Shyamalan, and two of my favorites, uh, Away We Go and Ira and Abby. They're also aboard with uh, three Russian scientists, and uh, they're, they're all scientists, I must say. Uh, but they are doing different things aboard the station, researching their own projects up in the Earth's orbit for some reason. I don't know why we do this. If we do this, uh, I guess to see what we can do in zero gravity If and if it helps, uh, I don't know. While they're aboard the uh, International Space Station, it, it seems that Earth breaks out into a war, uh, uh, especially a nuclear war, because uh, it looks pretty chaotic. The earth is on fire. The Russians and the American scientists are looking for answers. Uh, they can't connect anything, but then they both get orders from their countries to take the ISS by any means necessary. Uh, Kara, who's played by Irina uh, Debros, do Debros? I say that right? I, like I said, I can't pronounce names, but she's in the new West Side Story. Uh she was in this she was the standout in my opinion in that movie. She was also in Hamilton. Uh she's gorgeous by the way. I, I was in love uh with her screen presence. Of course, like my life goes, I'm attracted to a woman who only likes women. Uh go figure. Just like now. I have the biggest crush on someone who is super gay for women. Uh yeah, I know I have to get over that. Um but you know, I'm super gay for women, so I get it. I mean, this person I have a crush on, I just find super beautiful. You know, they're still cool. I enjoy their presence and energy. Could be good friends, though. See, I think I'm over it already. Uh, But I thought this movie was really good. The acting was awesome and believable. You know, I got lost in the roles. There's a lot of anxiety-inducing scenes and moments. Uh, It's very psychological. You know, it's crazy to me that one of my favorite scenes is uh, Gordon goes outside of the ship to fix the, a part on the station. And Kara is talking to him, you know, directing him, and, and just comforting him in general. And you are anxious for the character of Gordon. And it's amazing how the actors playing Kara, as the character's portrayal, comforting another character in the story, is also comforting you while you... Anxiously watch and worry for someone on the screen. Uh, did I say that sentence right? I, I think I made sense. Care comforts the anxiety you have for the character of Gordon while comforting the character of Gordon who has anxiety. There, I, th- I think that's a better way to put it. Maybe I don't know if I could watch this, this again very soon. Uh, maybe down the road. It was a very enjoyable watch and uh, movie-going experience for me, though. So I'll probably give it a eight out of ten. You know, other than that, I haven't seen anything new uh, lately. I just haven't been in the right, I guess, mind space to watch a new show uh, other than getting myself out to go to the movies just to get out and hang out with friends. Uh, I did go ice skating for the first time, and I fell three or four times, okay, busted my ass. Uh, It was pretty hilarious, I can only imagine, watching me try to skate. Um, I did my best. Okay, I gave it my best shot. I just wasn't very good at it. And maybe if I keep doing it, uh, maybe uh, I'll get better at ice skating. Good thing I'm used to falling through wrestling because uh, I'm used to being sore. Uh, everybody thinks the wrestling ring or the mat is uh, cushioned or something. It's it's barely an inch of cushion, you know, and, and the rest is like wood board and not only that under the board is is steel brackets and stuff so it's not that giving as much as you want it to be some do because of the spring in the middle of the under the ring if you ever put the ring a ring together uh it does have some give and bounce to it in the middle that's why you're always supposed that's why you're always supposed to bump in the middle of the ring not only that Uh, For depending on the crowd in the arena, it just looks better uh, perspective-wise for you to bump in the middle of a ring. Uh, Everywhere else is rougher because it doesn't have much give, but also it looks silly and it doesn't look as cool as when you bump in the middle of the ring. Or if you're doing... You always want to do stuff in the middle of the ring. That's how you're taught. And the bottom rope, for some reason, is always looser than the other two ropes. I think I already told you guys about MetaZoo, but uh, I actually got to play it, and I don't know if I described what it's like when you play it. I I think I did, Uh, but it is pretty fun, and uh, I do want to play it again soon. I did get into this game called MetaZoo, cryptids, uh, urban legends, whatever you want to call them, Um, and I'm really into it. I'm still working through my Bouldersgate Gate uh, 3 campaign. I'm still on Act 1. Uh, I haven't gotten much time to play it by myself. Uh, I did play Fallout 76 for the first time. Now, I know there was a lot of issues with that game when it first came out. It's been out for uh, a few years now. Maybe more than a few years. Anyway, I enjoy it. It was fun uh, to play it, especially to play it with a friend, my friend Chris. Uh, they they um. They have like really cool bases and camps on the on the game and it makes me want to build my own base and camp on the game so hopefully uh I get around to it more. I I finally bought a replica hilt of Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber and every time I look at it I just I just love it. I just love looking at this replica Qui-Gon Jinn lightsaber I bought from Saber Forge. I love it. Uh last episode I talked about my uh, cousin Luke he uh, went to Sundance. I'm going to see if he wants to be on the podcast and talk about that experience because I, I think uh, that would be kind of cool to have him talk about the things he saw and and all that. I'll ask him but uh, no promises. Me and my friend Gil will be covering the Royal Rumble. Uh, we will review it, talk about everything that happened. Talking about you know things that happened after the Royal Rumble. What uh, you know, leading up to Elimination Chamber and what to expect in WrestleMania from our our fandom perspective, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll give a little insight about from my uh, wrestling background and and what I know from behind-the-scenes stuff uh, psychologically or psychology-wise, Um I will say that the men's rumble was kind of lackluster. They wasted a spot on Pat McAfee. The dude didn't need to be there. Didn't need to be in the ring. Uh, didn't even need that dumb little corny spot, to be honest. Uh, not only that, there wasn't really any surprises. on Andrade, we knew he was coming back. It, it. Sami Zayn was 30. Kind of a waste of a 32 because he came out and got eliminated. I don't think he really did much. I... I Liked the Punk and Cody Rhodes storytelling. Punk is a fantastic storyteller. Uh, it's funny because 10 years ago when he was in WWE, I hated him so much because he came out to Cult a Personality and I wanted that to be my entrance music and I hated him for it. I also think sometimes he looks like a sloppy fish trying to flop around in the ring. You know, I, I used to think he was real bad, but at least he gets psychology at least the storytelling is there for his matches and for the moments he produced in the rumble i think the woman's rumble was electric i don't know if the crowd was dead or what by the end of the show but they didn't seem really into it i think me and Gil are going to get into that it might have been the acoustics of the building and the seating looked atrocious i saw a picture of the seating from everyone coming into the show at the beginning uh, online, and I, that, you gotta do better, WWE. That looked awful. From uh, January 26th to February 1st, Godzilla Minus One Minus Color came out. It was in black and white. If you didn't get a chance to see Godzilla before, you should have seen it then. And if you didn't get to it, uh, you really missed out on a good movie. Me and my friend Chris Hawk, fi- Fire and Ice, We're seeing Beekeeper Thursday. I still want to see Book of Clarence, and I want to see the movie Origin. That actually looks like it's going to be a good, uh, heartfelt movie. I told you guys I was journaling. I told you guys I have a calendar now with all kinds of uh, things in it, like uh, what to work on, to-do lists, uh, bucket list. And I wrote down a bunch of stuff in my bucket list for this year. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get to it all. You know, life happens, uh, work, you know, my budgeting, uh, rent and bills, things like that. So hopefully I can uh, get to it. And I want to go to Disneyland or Disney World for the first time. I uh, really want to um, plan a trip for Japan. So I want to get my passport. Uh, I'm going to try to work on all that stuff because I uh, really want to start doing things and, and evolving and and getting to these lists so that I can start accomplishing other things, especially, you know, working on my budgeting and, and things like that, which I have been doing because of the calendar. And I, you know, mentally I have been doing a lot better because of my journaling. I do think I need a real test though mentally. Maybe uh maybe a hyperbolic time chamber, you know, or maybe Training to fight Shonuff, Or, you know, maybe something like uh, hanging upside down for 24 hours. Actually, I would probably never do that. That'd be stupid. Uh, What's something dumb? Maybe to go into space and then to fight uh, Klingons. Actually, no, I'd probably lose. I'd probably die to Klingons. Klingons are a war race. They'd murder me. They're raised to go to war. I am not raised to go to war. They would slaughter me. Klingons would slaughter me. Maybe a real test would be some kind of relationship, like a situationship, or, or something to see if I've really grown in that area where I I really can see what I uh, if I'm ready for the next step. You know what I mean? I, I I really don't feel like I'm ready for a relationship again. You know, I really want to be in a relationship because I don't want to be alone. Uh, I really want a handful of booty. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I do you know want to. Um, cuddle and and stuff like that. I just want to be with somebody. I don't want to be alone. I want to be in love again. Uh, I have such a great feeling, you know. But I I feel like I need to test the waters to see if I'm mentally there. To see if I've grown and maybe a su- situationship, nice uh wood elf would be uh fantastic. If a nice pretty wood elf would come my way, please and thank you. I mean a harpy or a siren, if they sang to me, I'm going I'm going in and I'm getting mauled to death because whatever they're singing I'm going to be in that trance that's how (laughs) lonely I am right now like that go ahead tempt me I will go after that harpy woman I will go after the siren I will jump in for the mermaid whatever sing your song I am coming and you can eat me but definitely not the mermaid from the lighthouse with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe that definitely not that mermaid at all Anyway, now I'm just going on and on and I'm being really, really goofy, so I think I'm going to end the podcast here, this episode, episode 10 of Get Super With Me, and I appreciate everyone for listening, and, and I hope that my message earlier was understood and, and that you know that I mean well and that I'm supportive of everyone, people As a whole, in general, uh, except for, uh, assholes, dickheads, and shitwads, okay? I will not support those type of people, uh, at all. But, I do support the people that deserve love, and people that, um, I admire, and and all that jazz. Uh, I just want to be friends with everybody, and uh, I love you all. If you're not already staying super, just remember to get super. Because I hope everyone's growing and everyone's improving, you know, I'm doing my best to always improve and grow. I'm always working on myself every single day. I'm reflecting, I'm uh, doing everything I can to be better in whatever situation that I'm in. You know, I, I do overshare a lot and I'm trying to be better at that. And, you know, I do get hyper and through, you know anxiety and being excited and i have to be better at that too i have to be more of an adult more mature in situations but um i'm i'm a golden retriever okay so you know i'm i'm always going to be pressing myself to uh be better uh you know sometimes i can be very hard on myself and you got to work on that too you don't want to be super hard on yourself because uh that comes with uh that could cause depression in itself. And, and you know, when you're really hard on yourself, your self-worth takes a hit. You you start to really uh, then doubt yourself and think negatively. So here's to thinking more positively. Here's to doing more things, getting out, touching trees, touching grass, enjoying the sun. Heck, even enjoying the rain or enjoying the the snow if it's snowing where you're at even though snow is terrible for your car and and it's terrible to drive through especially if you've never driven through snow before uh or you're around people who don't drive through snow ever uh that makes traffic terrible traffic sucks but uh just try to enjoy yourself more try to uh be more patient with yourself and take one day at a time and i'm not afraid to say it uh, unapologetically get super is mine this is for me yes get super is for everyone and i want it to be for everyone i want to be i want everyone to be able to use it and have a platform with it but it is mine not afraid to say it and don't be afraid to do things alone start doing things for you anyway here's to uh taking more time for yourself and doing the things you really want to do in 2024 you guys will hear me on the next episode peace out